Texas football proves that once again they're a force to be reckoned with as they knocked off the 10th ranked Notre Dame Irish last Sunday. Robert, absolutely huge victory for Charlie Strong in this Texas Longhorn football program. Take me through what your thoughts were in recapping one of the biggest wins at DKR since probably the 2005 season. Woo! That's all. That's my thoughts there. I mean, what a great, great, great return to Texas football, and what a way to start it off. I think this is the most satisfying victory uh, I've had since the Oklahoma victory last season. But for some reason, it feels a lot better in this situation because you had the whole – I mean, you beat Oklahoma last year, but you had the record looming over you and so much uncertainty. It kind of felt like a one-time thing, but something is different about this football team. And we talk a lot about this in the media, but it just seems like this team has an it factor about it, a chemistry that's unspoken that is just proving to um, win football games. And uh, Charlie Strong elaborated on that in the press conference earlier this week, saying uh, I think he told his team after the game that last year uh, I don't think we win this game, but this year we did. And it was impressive to see how hard they fought. And, I mean, we can – break down all the individual performances and we can go through all that but what heart this team has I mean that's just something I haven't seen I saw it a little bit at when Baylor played Texas at the end of last season how hard they fought but wow what a return to Texas football and I'm not going to anoint them yet like everyone seems to be doing in the national media but I think this team if they play like they did on Sunday night every single game this year will be a force to be reckoned with in the Big 12. Well, there was big news that followed that game. In fact, the AP polls were released and kind of shocked a little bit of the sports world. Texas number 11th now in the country coming off of a 5-7 and seven season. But I guess what the national polls saw in Texas on that Sunday night was enough to throw them all the way up to the number 11th rank. This is the first time since November of 2013, Mac Brown's last season, that this Longhorn program has been ranked. Definitely something that Charlie Strong has to build on. But being the 11th ranked team now, they have a target on their back that they haven't seen in three seasons. What do you think this team needs to do, especially going forth into some difficult games, not necessarily UTEP this weekend, but Cal, Oklahoma State, and then Oklahoma the three weeks following? What exactly does this team have to do to make sure they stay settled and and devoted to to potentially having a really good season and not letting the the fame or the popularity of the program get ahead of them. I read about this in a piece earlier this uh, this week about how uh, this is going to come down, the season's going to come down to how the Longhorns handle a newfound success, and now there's a target pin on their back as the highest-ranked team in the Big 12 right now. And of course, AP polls don't really mean anything. It's only week two of the season. We saw how many teams got toppled in the first week of the AP poll, but Nonetheless, this is a target that this young team is not accustomed to. They went into the season with very low expectations, and I think that this is kind of a realization of all the hope and belief that was held in those summer workouts and spring workouts that we heard so much about. For me, it's going to come down to what the coaches said earlier this week. It's going to come down to this team needs to understand that one game does not a season make. And everyone has been reiterating that. I mean, the entire team has said that over and over again. But... They need to get used to the fact that they're gonna. This is a premier program again after that one victory. I mean, not necessarily in quality yet, but maybe in name right now in terms of media attention. So they need to get used to having this target on the back. I mean, they need to settle down and focus. There's so much room for improvement, but 
obviously we like what we saw in the first week, but like the coaches have said over and over again, we need to execute better. We need to cut the penalties. We need to work on pass defense. We need to learn not to have middle lapses. All of that's going to uh, come into play here, Luke, in my opinion. But honestly, uh, it's just something they're going to have to learn how to handle. I had an interaction on Twitter earlier this week where uh, one fan uh, mentioned me in a comment after I said that this team has a new target on its back that it's not used to. And this guy says, oh, Texas always has a target on its back. It's the University of Texas. Really? <laughs> really? No, no, Are you kidding me? They the haven't. last two years you haven't been Houston's ranked. Houston's been out recruiting. You haven't been ranked in the damn AP Top 25 <laughs> In the last two years, you're going to sit here and say the circumstances are all the same. That is a load of crap, Luke. And I'm just saying, this team kind of scares me a little bit for this team to be handling such high expectations this early in the season. I'd like to see them creep up on everyone. But that's not the way it is with Texas football, and that's the reason it's become such a national prominent league program. There's no doubt that the national media uh, is loving what Texas has done. They they were almost over overestimating my expectations going into the Notre Dame game and then obviously the win and then the national media is just continuing continuing to feed that long lost ego of Texas football but looking at the offense now the dual threat of of having uh, Shane Bouchel uh, basically running the starting quarterback position but we did get to see a lot of Tyrone swoops what do you think Sterling Gilbert is going to do the remaining season and exactly do you think Tyrone is more, let's put him in on the 18-wheeler package and we'll run Shane Bouchelle when we're trying to implement that barren shoot offense. How do you think those two quarterbacks are going to continue to play and, and, and throughout the re- remaining season? In my humble opinion, I honestly don't know what Sterling Gilbert's going to do. Uh, I thought we saw some interesting uh, – so we look at that game. I thought it was very interesting the way he uh, substituted in the quarterbacks. Like uh, Texas offense kind of stalled after their first drive. They put Tyrone in. And they have a huge drive score touchdown with Shane on the QB sneak that drive after Tyrone got a couple first downs on the ground. So my opinion is that it's going to continue. You're going to continue to see this. I think Sunday. I mean Saturday is not going to be indicative of what they'll do. I think they're going to give uh, UTEP kind of a really bland look as they head out to, to two big games against California and then Oklahoma State. So don't expect to see uh, a lot of movement or shuffling there. But I expect we'll continue to see a heavy dose of both, especially if Shane Bouchelle seems to be stalling on the offensive side. I think that Sterling Gilbert has done a very excellent job so far. I think that uh, as opposed to Notre Dame, which did a horrible job, in my opinion, of shuffling the quarterbacks. And shout out to Sean Kaiser, going to go down as one of the best quarterbacks in the country this year. I think he's out, absolutely outstanding. And I thought it was silly that Brian Kelly was there even was a decision to make before Notre Dame fall camp, but I I, I digress. Um, I think Swoops will continue to see uh, his mix. I think you'll see him on the opening drives here. I think that he'll continue to be a big factor. There's no reason for him not to be. It's working. No one seems to be able to stop it in the last two years. I mean, it's so basic, simplistic offensive scheme, but at the end of the day, sometimes the scheme is just too good to be handled, and I think that we'll continue to see a heavy dose of Tyrone Swoops. Expect Shane to still get his a lot of fair share of snaps, but there's obviously something working here, and I think that uh, Sterling will continue to mix it up. Turning now to this weekend, in particular UTEP, obviously Texas is a 30-point favorite. It shouldn't be much of a problem, but Texas still has to come out and play how the team knows how to play, and I think use this game as a chance to hone in some gills, skills and really try to improve as a squad and not just 
ramble through it like a nonchalant uh, attitude. And I know Charlie Strong won't let the players do it, but UTEP comes with some talent. Aaron Jones, one of the best running backs in the nation, at least after the first week, he's leading the NCAA in total yards. So what does this team have to do to just stay focused and take care of business with UTEP this weekend? I think there's three keys to the game, Luke. It's going to be controlled time of possession. That's kind of hard, and we you'd think that would be hard in an up-tempo offense, but Texas did an excellent job of staying on the field and making long drives last, last game. UTEP's a team that likes to hold on to the ball, uh, run the clock down, hand off the ball, and with this talent disparity between these two teams, expect to continue to see um, UTEP to do that this week. So Texas needs to find a way to get off the field on third down, one, and two, hold on to the ball on offense, make those long drives last. Second, I would like to see uh, UTEP or Texas handle the UTEP ground game. As you said, Aaron Jones, what a magnificent player. If you don't know him, please look him up on YouTube. Great highlight film. One of the most explosive players. Sat out most of 2015 with an injury, but this year he's back and better than ever, as we saw in week one. I think the key is going to be, can the Texas run defense stop him? They looked all right first week, all things considered, but I want to see a uh, more physical defensive line front. I think Chris Nelson and Puna Ford are going to continue to evolve. Paul, Paul Boyette, also a very good player. I think last but not least, you want to see that Texas offense still click. I think that Shane Bouchelle obviously has a nice command of the offense, but I want to continue to see him progress, continue to make good reads, and I think it's about cutting off the mistakes. No more uh, holding calls, no more uh, chop block calls in those critical situations. I think that's what those three three or four keys that are going to come down to, for Texas. But watch out for UTEP, not, not a team that the Horns should be able to take lightly if they want to be able to rest their starters this week. Exactly. And, I mean, looking ahead, even to the remaining season and throughout, there's bold predictions going around the national media right now of Texas potentially winning the Big 12 you cannot underestimate the talent of the Big 12 this year. TCU, Baylor, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, even Texas Tech and West Virginia are teams that are to be reckoned with. So in your opinion, is there a chance that this Texas Longhorn team can walk away as Big 12 champions this season? Like, uh, So good news for the Horns, this team is incredibly talented, and it can win games that it shouldn't. Bad news for Horns fans, this team is incredibly young. So they're going to lose a game that they shouldn't. And that's gonna, it's going to sting in the ass, I promise you that. And it's going to hurt. But at the same time, you've got to realize this team is so, so talented. And I've always re- circled the year 2017 when Charlie Strong came here. I said I, th- I thought his first two years would be kind of t- difficult. I didn't expect 5-7 and seven last year. Did not expect that. But I think this year would be huge, huge, huge in so many ways if the Longhorns pick up nine uh, wins which they certainly could do if they play like they did on Sunday, and their defense continues to improve. Big 12 outlook, I still like Oklahoma. I think they are a pretty solid football team. We'll see after they play Ohio State how real of a contender they are in the national landscape. Um, I'm also pretty high on Oklahoma State, but not as high as other people. I think they don't have the same talent as other Big 12 teams. So, Luke, this is a winnable conference. If if a young team is going to do it, a young, talented team's going to do it. It sure as hell can be Texas. So, I mean, if they continue to win games and they continue to just buckle down and uh, stay focused, I think there's a chance that they could finish in the top two in the Big 12. The Big 12 is wide open, and there's no doubt that Texas has a chance. Texas will host UTEP next or this, this Saturday right here in Austin at DKR at 6. You can catch it on LHN. From then until next Wednesday, we'll talk to you later.